Hello, I am Dr. Anupam Anand, Deputy Medical Superintendent, Central Hospital Kalla, Asansol. Today we'll be discussing about diabetes and various aspects of it. So today we have a case study and it is about newly diagnosed type 2 diabetes mellitus with high baseline HbA1c levels. Mr. AB, 45 year old with newly diagnosed type 2 diabetes mellitus, visited clinic six months back with multiple risk factors like obesity, hypertension, hyperlipidemia. He was initiated with metformin with advice for lifestyle and diet modification. Recently, he visited again as a part of routine checkup. His laboratory workup showed following reports. Laboratory measurement, HbA1c 8.5%, EGFR 80 ml per minute per 1.73 meter square, LDL 80 milligram per deciliter, HDL 38 milligram per deciliter, triglycerides 200 milligram per deciliter. He was on medications, namely metformin 1000 milligram BD, lisinopril 40 milligram QD, metoprolol extended release 100 milligram QD, atorvastatin 40 milligram QD, aspirin 75 milligram QD. Uh, upon performing the physical examination, it was found that his BMI was 31 kg per meter square. BP was 120 by 70 millimeter Hg, which was normal. Heart rate 78 per minute. Evidence indicates that early intervention and achievement of glycemic control reduces the long-term risk of microvascular and macrovascular complications in type 2 diabetes mellitus. UKPDS demonstrated a legacy effect of early intensive therapy because the difference in the Cardiovascular event rate 10 years post-trial was apparent even though no difference in HbA1c levels between the intensive and conventional therapy. When metformin is not suitable and empagliflozolin or linagliptine is being considered as an alternative first-line treatment, initial combination therapy may be considered to achieve target more quickly, particularly in patients with high baseline HbA1c level. Early combination therapy in type 2 diabetes mellitus makes clinical sense for several reasons. First, a meta-analysis demonstrated that early use of combination therapy significantly increases the likelihood of achieving the glycemic target of HbA1c less than 7% compared with metformin monotherapy. For patients with HbA1c greater than 1.5% above goal at diagnosis, ADA and ESD guidelines recommend first-line treatment with a dual combination and an SGLT2 inhibitor as the first post-metformin treatment in patients with established CVD, CHF, or CKD. EMPA and LENA combinations with complementary mechanism and pleiotropic benefits may be suitable options across a range of patients, including those with established ASCVD or high-risk, established heart failure, or chronic kidney disease due to the tolerability of the combination, in addition to the potential benefits of empagliflozolin on CV and renal outcomes, and no increased risk of heart failure with either agent. According to study, early achievement of HbA1c goal less than 7% with Empowerlina could reach target HbA1c at 12 weeks compared to monotherapies. The benefits on uh, glycemic uh, HbA1c decrements by Empowerlina 25 by 5 mg has demonstrated 1.81% HbA1c reduction at HbA1c baseline, greater than 8.5% at 24 weeks in metformin and treated groups. The benefits on glycemic control were maintained at week 52 in metformin treated groups and a higher percentage of patients achieving HbA1c less than 7%. 
were reported for combinations. The combination offers a suitable component in strategy to achieve target HbA1c without increased risk of hypoglycemia and weight gain with improvement in overall lipid profile. A reduction in the incidence of genital infections associated with SGLT2 inhibitors has been reported when a DPP-4 inhibitor is added, perhaps because of a better glucose control, although other possible mechanisms remain to be investigated. In summary, EMPA and LENA combination provides a robust HbA1c reduction and two to four times higher odds of patients reaching the goal. HbA1c compared to individual agents with low hypoglycemic risk. Thank you.